Hey, it's Kellen. Tyson here, and of course, AL. And today, we're going to give the game on something that everyone kind of talks about, which is work-life balance, but we want to talk about hustle, heart, and health. This, this, is, this is Diversified, 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 diversified game, 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 game. A podcast giving entrepreneurial advice from a diverse and inclusive perspective with Kellen. He may agree, he may oppose, and it's more than just race, it's about, you know, ideas. Tyson. When you're going against the odds, you've got to be creative, you've got to innovate, you've got to stand out. And AL. Focus more on execution and application and less on excuses. So, let the game begin. All right, so well, let, let's jump into it. You know, all of those it. are crucial in doing business. Right, absolutely. I mean, and, and let's just let's define it for the people really quickly on what each one of those represents really quick. So um, the hustle, who wants to take that? Because I know we all know what, what the hustle is, but let's, let's give it to people raw. Who wants that? The hustle is what keeps you up at night. And why you cannot put down the pen, close the computer, uh, stop, you know, whatever you're building in the shed, whatever that is, you keep going because of the hustle. It's not the the money you can't even think about when you're doing the hustle because, you know, money is at the end of the rainbow, but you are so in your purpose, so just driven that you can stay up all day and forget to eat. It takes, you know, usually a woman to say, hey, Hey. you, you haven't eaten. Right, exactly. Hey, that sandwich is still on the counter. That, that uh, you know, that uh, that slice of pizza is still in the microwave, or whatever you got going on. That oatmeal is still sitting there. Uh, so, so the hustle is is the work, the the grind, the process, right? And uh, Al, I'm about to pull this from you real quick, but Al always says, "What is it? No, no process, no progress." Or, or you know oh, what I mean? Like, yeah, so, the, the, oh yeah, the, the inverse, the inverse. Yeah, the inverse. No progress, no process, or whatever have you. But it's always you gotta you gotta make it through some of the stuff, right? The not so pretty, the not so fun, um, the 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 part that would be you know the the burnt scrape off the toast, right? You gotta get through that sometimes to get to the butter you know, to get to the where the good stuff is. So that's the hustle, the work, the grind, the rigmarole, the, the part that no one wants to talk about, the 90% that's under the water of the iceberg. That's what we're talking about when we talk about hustle. And then heart, AL, you know all about that. I mean, I feel like you're the, you're the EQ master. Like you, you, <laughs> use, you use uh, empathy and emotional impact. So I think... That would be one for you right there. Let us know about the heart. Uh, it can be uh, looked at from a couple different perspectives. Uh, when we talk about heart, you know, what is it that, that one is passionate about? While at the same time, kind of how much of that passion is being put into your hustle? Gotcha. And then you cannot, and then you can kind of think of it li- literally uh <laughs> your heart like like where where's where's your heart at what how do you feel about this and how, and how does how does what you feel dictate what you think Cause that that a lot of times can uh alter uh the other so yeah, it, people uh sometimes have the perception that you know we are 
we are guided by our thoughts, how about mm-hmm. we're guided by what we feel, right? Which deter- which determines what we think. So if you're right. feeling so, great, you're going to perceive you're going to perceive the world as great. Right. So that that becomes the new uh, driving factor. And now, real quick, the thing that I just thought about when you said that was, I saw a picture of like a, an ancient drawing somewhere where they pretty much depicted that the heart was the brain of the body. Like the heart was where like all things flowed from. It wasn't even the brain. It was like the brain is a result of, you know, how your heart is pumping, like how it sends um, blood through, because obviously you need that to function. So if the heart is pumping strong, pumping good blood, then that creates good thoughts and can create good things inside of your brain. But if you're getting, you know, not enough blood flow, things like that, then your brain, as well as your other organs, will start to act up will start to fail on you and start to take a nosedive. So, um, so, you know, that, that makes sense. So we say heart instead of head um, in that part. Mm-hmm. And, and then um, I'll tackle health, even though I'm probably the least healthy out of us three. What I can say is uh, why I feel like I want to tackle this is because I feel like I'm the inverse of a lot of people. A lot of people, um, look for that quote unquote work life balance, right? When do I take a break and when am I working? And the reason why they do that is they say because they need like a mental break. They need, they need to, you know, um, what is it, decompress from the, the stress or the anxiety of, of the work, right? Of the process that we talked about, the hustle. They need a break from the hustle. Um, and, you know, so they can reposition their heart. And that's their, their mental health, their physical health and all that stuff. And I feel like I'm maybe I'm, I'm probably not an anomaly in any of this stuff, but when it comes to the hustle and the heart, I feel like that is where my health lies. My health is in the, give me something to do, um, or I will find something to do and, and being active and being, um, progressive and being, uh, prosperous and productive and efficient, like I enjoy the hell out of that. I feel like that is my health. That is where my vacation is and everything else in my life, like going to birthday parties and uh, family dinners and things like that. Though those for a lot of people, those are their breaks and that's where they find their sanctity and peace. For me, that's not where my heart is. I enjoy those things. I'm going to be going to um, my family celebrates February birthdays all in one dinner. So tomorrow I'm going to be going to a family dinner. And it's going to be, you know, all our family gets together for February birthdays. And, you know, I'm not one of them. I'll have a good time. I'm going to enjoy it. The food's going to be great. You know, my family's going to be there and it's going to be fun. But that is not necessarily where my heart is. I want to get back to the hustle. I want to get back to the grind um, because I feel comfortable in that environment. Just like uh, I got a player who's been playing for 20 years and then they finally retired. And some of them start to lose themselves a little bit. I feel like that's me. But for a lot of people, they need that break from the hustle. So we're going to talk about those three things and how they connect and how you can try to uh, balance. And I mean, do you need two out of three? Do you need three out of three? Do you need one out of three? Um, Is that a personal decision or is there like set rules to that stuff? We don't know, but we're going to talk about it and, and how it affects each one of us individually. And I hope that helps you guys. So, Kellen, hustle, heart, and health. How do you break down those three categories for yourself and what you do? Do you need one out of three? Do you need two out of three? 
you know, uh, and where do you find yourself finding your health at? Well, I, you need all three, but, and they all relate because, you know, without one, it's, um, you, you don't have much going on in life. You know, the hustle I, I, I tapped into, and that's the easiest to talk about because the health, we all have our times where we're right on it. You're eating right. You're exercising often, if not every other day or daily. And that, that affects you know, not just your physical heart, but your heart and what you're supposed to be doing. What I have to tell myself is I can make all the money, all the progress, whatever in the world. It really won't matter too much to the people who care the most, which is always your your family, um, because they're kind of obligated to come to, you know, funerals or wakes or whatever you do. And And when they talk about you, I always tell myself, what will they say when you're gone? Let's say you're a workaholic and you always provide it. I've seen those type of people, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. You don't have to be a blue blood to understand that, hey, Pops, that's all he did was work. He was there to provide, but he didn't put any good game in me. And when he did, he was usually yelling it. Or, you know, my mother was, (laughs) you know, this, this, and this. So it's like I want to put my heart into my kids to show them. Uh, You know, we were talking about this the other day. I raised my kids. Some people think it's mean or whatnot, but we're very raising them like little adults to be like, yep. Hey, you know, that Santa Claus thing, man, I don't have time for that. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm, you know, I'm not going to wait till you're 14 or whatever the case. And then all this magic disappears. The magic right. is here now while you have us, because you know, that documentary on the blind boy that I had sent y'all just now, I made them watch it. And I said, don't ever tell me there's something you can't do. I said, first of all, you can do all things through Christ and strengthens you. Second, this boy was blind at two, and he just made a basket, and now he just made two, and he's rollerblading. Because I have to tell myself that as well. There's nothing you can do when there's people who have real issues that could they could they could stop and say, you know what, everyone feels sorry for me, and they could every day collect money. But this boy out of Sacramento is, you know, rollerblading and riding a bike with no assist, no assistance. So you need the hustle for sure. It, a lot of people, though, don't have it. And some people who call themselves hustlers, you're not a hustler because, oh, you can, you know, peddle something illegal. You're not a hustler just because, you know, you're making some money because a lot of y'all are hustling backwards, reckless. You know, I've known a lot of people to have Maseratis, but, you know, they don't have rent. They don't have the water bill because you hustle for the wrong thing. You hustle to show off when you could go on AliExpress and get all of that stuff for half the price. You got to have a fur coat every day for $20, a new one every day for $20. And nobody would know because most people couldn't tell the difference between a real and a fake, you know, a lot of people haven't even helped. A lot of people haven't even been around it. So, so a lot of the yeah, that you're, you're, you're yeah. impressing people that ain't never been around in no ways and wouldn't know the difference. If there is, I mean, it's like when you top shelf people don't know the difference between top shelf alcohol, but they drink every day. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, 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 okay. and, it, and it then goes back to I'll know if you what don't are you Hendrix, do- though? I do want to say that I will know if you don't hear me Hendrix and I ask for Hendrix. I will know that. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 after 
after the second drink, you have to ask yourself, do I care? Because, right. you know, you know, some people at the party, they always start off with the, um, the, the good stuff are, mm-hmm. are, and then they go to the cheap because no one knows after the second or third drink, it's like, you know, people, I've poured people beer at the house and you know, you pour the beer, it could be whatever the beer, mm-hmm. but if you then on the second or third drink gave them still reserve, and they'd be like, man, I don't know what you gave me, but I'm loose now because that one right. still reserve, 211, <laughs> that robbery has you, you know. And I don't do this to people. Well, no, I, I, let me stop. I did it to my father-in-law because <laughs> I, I, I usually don't do this to people. And he was like, right. I know this beer. He said, don't ever give that to me until I, I got him two. And he took the next one three days later. And he, he was right. like, you know, that beer does something to you. But people, if you want to drink, you're going to drink. So you have to ask yourself, why am I hustling? Why am I trying to stay healthy? And why is my heart into this? And this is a big thing because a lot of men, you know me, my wife, my life has been wild. My wife knows. And Mm -hmm. the things that I'm into, she asked me, why did you do that? And it was like, one, it was fun. Two, it was just what, you know, we thought in the moment it was something to do. Like you couldn't tell her a story on me and her be surprised. Because, right. you know, I, I, I confessed. <laughs> I confessed right. when I met you. I said, I showed you the tapes when I met you. You don't have anything on me. There's nothing for me to hide because I live my life kind of the way, reckless sometimes, the way that, you know, I felt like, oh, this is the way we're supposed to go. But it was always money or ego driven, if I'm being honest. Like, oh, let me do this. Let me get that because I can. So why is your heart into uh, the pornography, the crime, the, the, the over, you know, why is your heart into these things? You have to ask yourself, like, what the hell is wrong with me that mm-hmm. my mind is just constantly on this, this wicked stuff. But if I turn it to something positive, oh, I'll kill it in the game. You know, we, right. we, we, we've helped kids get off the crack, the heroin, the crime, yep. just yep. because we can tell them, Yo, I understand. It's a drug. I mean, robbing a car, a bank, whatever, it's a high. You know, getting over, scheming on people, it's a high. But that same high can be turned into something else. It's just you weren't introduced to that, and nobody's going to tell you that. Your teacher doesn't know because they can't even relate. They don't know what that that feels like nine out of ten times. So now, uh, and just to give this quick run, is is, is, do you think that that's something that is uh, affecting – the underrepresented communities, you know, blacks, Latinos, uh, like that, like, is that something that affects us? Because we, we often are, are given a glorified version of that lifestyle of the, the drugs and, you know, the, the, I guess the illegalities of success. We're given that framework, but we're not often shown that you can achieve that same, that same high closing a six figure deal with a client knowing you're about to knock it out the park um, or you can get that same high uh, when, you know, you're on vacation and you're, you're taking the Ferrari out that you, you rented while you're on vacation and, and you're popping it open and, and you're, you're now hitting a hundred and 180 miles on a, on a straightaway. Like you can get that same high. You just got to do, go through a different process. Like, are we not shown that enough? Are we not told that enough? Um, are we not, given the exposure to it like what what do you think makes us lean that way it's it's all the exposure and 
in your your surroundings because you don't have to be in the hood to get this mentality. And the mm-hmm. same thing that we're dealing with the guys in K Town and in Chinatown who maybe didn't see, you know, um, they maybe they saw someone working too hard and not having enough. They deal with the same thing. Albanian gangs, partners I know have the same thing. Ukrainian, it's the same thing. It's like, why well, would I had my Ukrainian friend tell me he's like, I never finished high school. He's like, I grew up in Europe. I paid for the degree, and it was time to get money. And I'm only here to get money. And he goes back like every three months to go, mm-hmm. you know, to go spend his money and take care of. He doesn't even have like family he has to take care of there, but he spends his money over there for the most part. So it's just a, if you can get something fast and you can get away with it the first time, mm-hmm. you can always think like, dang, why would I work? Why would I go work at Jiffy Lube? And I'm mm-hmm. going to have, you know, I remember working at a fast food place and I said, I have $160 and I was a, a teen. I said, I got $160. And in my first job, I was a waiter. I never made less than 60 or $80. But my real first job, I never made whatever the amount of money, but it was more than that, you know, the job that I gave myself. And I'm like, this is why people do it. It's fast money. But the number one thing people don't do is find someone who can steer them in a different direction because you know you can't do any type of fast money for too long without, you know, your, your friend will kill you. You, somebody will rob you. So you got to move a certain way. It, it's Godfather 4, man. We legitimize. <laughs> and, yep. you know, you ain't got to do what your daddy did or what your grandmother did or grandfather did. And you can, you know, legitimize and take those properties and be like, so, man, I'm out. You can't pull me back in. There's this uh, song by uh, one of our artists, Harlow Rose. And it says, last check was $23.63. Last jokes was 1200 and I ain't see a cent. Like you just talked about, like you're you will go. He he did something because he was like, damn, this check wasn't was nothing. But now I gotta go pull a jokes. And for those of you who don't know the vernacular of a jokes, it's typically some type of like shiesty action. You're, you're thieving somebody, stealing on somebody. But he was like, and that was twelve hundred dollars. But the, he was with the dudes he was with. He didn't see a cent. They ran off on him. So like. It, it happens, you know, we, we get that you take the, the risk, right? And I guess technically sometimes crime is like an, like a, like any high risk investment. You take the high risk to try to get the high reward. And sometimes you end up flat anyways. Um, and, and so, I mean, that's, that's something to think about when it, no matter what we're exposed to, it just, it seems like to run the parallel of what the legal exposure uh, could be, the results, the feelings, all of that, we're just shown a different way. Like that crime is a high risk investment, just like if you were to go and play on the market. It's just which one are you going to do? And why aren't you doing the other one? Why aren't you playing in the market? Why are you resorting to, you know, crime? You know, why, what is that? I mean, if you think about it, no, you know, and I and I and I only I only knew drug dealers. Um, mm-hmm. To be able to cop to get some some drugs and to be able to get some capital to start a business is not like really a far reach because right. cats are always trying to grab the most weight. But you put your attention in. Oh, I'm gonna go get this stuff. And I know people say, well, I can go rob someone else, but that's not how a lot of people get on. They find right. a way to to get that first. And then they right. double and double. So some you can yeah, do some that people give some business. people give fronts fronts right, which is the same thing as 
getting a business loan. Like it's like, hey, you're gonna have to pay that back at some point. So some people get well, it. Tasting, not everybody, Tasting, not everyone can get a That's business beautiful. loan. I heard somebody say that, but shut up mm-hmm. because you haven't even gone to the SBA. Right? Have you tried? When's the last time you, you tried? tried? Or or even I want to throw this out there. There are there are so many ways to fund a business now, um, thanks to the gig- digital landscape. Um, you know, there's cr- the crowdfunding side of it. There's peer-to-peer lending where they don't even look at credit scores. They look at your business idea and they go, all right, we'll lend you this money. You got to give it back. Like there's so many ways, uh, not saying that every way is the right way. Cause there's still some biases built into some of those things, right? There's still a bunch of people that look and see a, a, a black business owner or a brown business owner. And they're like, I like the idea, but I, I you know, I don't feel like those people can do this business. So you still will have some of that bias, but uh, you know, it's no, it's no longer like your credit score holding you up. It's no longer, uh, it's, it's no longer a lot of the traditional hurdles that are holding you up. They're still hurdles, but not the same traditional ones. And so the opportunity out there is becoming more vast. You just got to open it up a little bit um, and, and try, like, I mean, the answer is always going to be no. And if you're scared of getting a no, not doing it, you gave yourself the no. You didn't even give yourself the opportunity for a yes. So just keep that in mind, folks. It's mindset, Ty, because they never do that when they're trying to score something. You know, right. they, they, when they're trying to score something late night, I always say late night, Saturday night, <laughs> guys will go through every woman to talk to and, and talk to every choosy Susie before they, you know, okay, she might be three bills, um, you know. Right. Those aren't mm-hmm. her teeth, but I had a mission, and the mission needs to be accomplished. Or when cats want to cop some, you know, I've seen cats mm-hmm. try to get, you know, some drugs, you know, just yeah. for a fix, and they don't stop. A crackhead don't stop till they get cracked. Right. And if you use that determination, you <laughs> that level that level of loans. devotion and determination, you've got to be addicted yeah. to success. Addicted to success. Addicted to uh, hitting your goals and accomplishing things in life. You got to have that level of tenacity and relentlessness. <laughs> yeah, and be and be ready to smoke the resident, the everything. I mean, yeah. and, hey, man, this is taking all in. on here. And, yeah. <laughs> all in. So, so, yeah. All right, so that, that's that's the hustle. And, and, and then the, the, the heart helps. Like, uh, we talk, you know, push, pushing your heart where that's at. And then the, you know, the health side. So, AL, same for you. What What is... What is the hustle, the heart, and the health for you? How do you balance it? Um, you know, do you need one? Do you need two? Do you need all three to be intact um, in order to make a decision or, or, or something like that? But what do you, what is it for you? Uh, for me, it's um, it may in, uh, actually. You know what? It probably starts off like this. It starts off with like a little bit of hustle, and then it kind of evaporates between between the three. You obviously have to turn up the dial in, in other areas, depending on what you're doing. And I'll say this much, um, you know, to outsiders looking in, they, they may not understand, but what allows them to start to adapt or adopt some type of understanding is the results of the heart, the hustle, and the health. You know, for everyone, that means something different. You know, you may some people may be able to, work a little bit longer or work a little bit harder, not to say that that can't be developed. Some people put a little right. bit more heart into things. 
some people are like they're like Utah, for example, it's like your your health is in in the activity of, of things. Mm-hmm. Um so again, so for that that means something different to everybody. Other people are able to tap into these abilities at, at varying levels. And I, I believe that when a person is self aware of all all three of those uh all three of those concepts they're then able to self discover and start to put these put these concepts together to bring their ideas to life or bring their projects to life or make an impact in someone someone else's life so i'm trying, i'm i'm like mentally putting it together into almost like a math equation and so mm-hmm. i see it's almost like health plus heart uh, or no no actually hustle hustle and then you have like you know the PEMDAS like you put that in parentheses and you do okay uh, heart times health close parentheses equals happiness. Wow! So you got there you go something like that like I mind blown I think I think that right there needs to go on a shirt or something. Don't nobody out there take that. We we're gonna put that out, um, you know, and, and have that be the the equation for like happiness or success or something like that like because even though it sounds like we're all we're kind of all over like um i forget what diagram that's called but like where you put uh you could put like five different things on the diagram and then you spread from the middle and it'd be like you're 90 percent in this direction 70 percent in that direction 20 percent in that direction or whatever the case is and it ends up looking like a form of a star but it's all like misshapen because you rely on different percentages <laughs> of each thing. Like, right. I feel like we're all on that spectrum. We're just, you know, different percentages in each direction. But the end result that we're all trying to get to is some form of happiness or a version of success that uh, resonates with us, right? That's the that's the end point. That's the goal at the end of the day. No one's like, yeah, you know, I'm hustling. I'm, my heart is in this. And, you know, uh, this is where I find my health at. Um, but yeah, I'm doing this because I completely want to hate life. Like, no, like that's not how that equation ever ends up. Like, you're not like, no, I'm doing this because I, I really just want to be the worst, uh, possible version of myself in life. So that's why I'm doing, it. Right. um, even, even in the worst scenarios. And I know there's, uh, in my area, you know, in Massachusetts, there happens to be like an opioid crisis. It's like. The, those people aren't doing it to be the worst uh, versions of themselves, right? They're doing it to either cope, and their way of coping is finding a way to get away from the pain, which means they actually want to head towards what? Happiness. And they're finding their happiness in the high that helps them deal with the pain of something else a lot of times. So even when someone's doing something that we would look at as counterintuitive or counterproductive or uh, self-damaging, uh, that isn't always like their mind isn't like oh yeah I'm doing this to be self damaging they're they're still doing it for their form of happiness you know what I mean so uh, don't be so judgmental when you see someone and I'll use the work example like yeah a workaholic seems like a bad thing to to some sometimes it also depends on the person and how that person is with people um, if you're just a horrible person and a workaholic like you're still gonna be a horrible person. You're just a horrible person that spends less time around people. So you may be doing people a favor, but 
And like, you still are going to be like looked at as, hey, you know, that person was a workaholic, but does, did that get them to what their version of happiness is? Because as I'm realizing, we all have different definitions or different percentages of what thing equates to our happiness. It's not that it's not there. The hustle is happiness. Uh, the hustle is part of everyone's journey. Um, you know, your heart is part of everyone's journey and health is part of everyone's journey. It's just what degree does it play uh, a role in your happiness and for you getting the end result that makes you feel like, you know what? I, I did it. I made it. I can I can live now or I can breathe now or, or whatever it is. Um, so I guess that's why we don't use numbers, right? That's why we'll use the words instead of numbers in the equation because there is no exact when right. it comes to that type of stuff. There is no exact. It's all personal discovery, but I'm glad that we can share what it means to each one of us and maybe taking a little bit from each one of us or taking one of us or taking none of us. Shit, you may just go and think for yourself now and be like, well, what percentage is that playing in my life? Um, and hopefully you figure out um, what the right measurements, what the right numbers are to plug in those holes to get you to the end of the equation that equals your happiness and your success. We out. Mic drop. So I think this is a good place to stop our dialogue for this episode and allow you, the listeners, to join the conversation and keep the dialogue going with us online. You can do so by visiting our social media at Facebook, Diversified Game Podcast, on Instagram and Twitter, Game Diversified, online, diversifiedgames.com. In your life with the people around you and or join our Patreon and get some nice perks for being involved. If you found a nugget and or like today's episode, you might as well leave a review. And if you leave a review, you might as well share it. If you share it, you might as well subscribe. And as always, thanks for your support. Thanks for getting in the game and listening to the Diversified Game Podcast with Kellen, Tyson, and A.L. The number one show pairing entrepreneurship with diverse and inclusive perspectives like wine and cheese, bagel and locks, fish and grits. Be sure to visit DiversifiedGame.com for all the good stuff. Join in the conversation and discover more content.